God. Welcome to the Gore Club Podcast, everybody. I'm Steve Vessel. And that's Metal Dave. I'm Ace. And tonight we have a fucking amazing guest, <laughs> actor, writer on the Shutter Creep Show TV show. Uh, okay, let's start that over. Actor, writer on the Shutter Creep Show television series. Uh, he's an animator for Disney for like the films like, I'm totally fucking this up. Hercules. <laughs> There'll be is, a lot of I this. always put the bloopers in at the end, too, that's great. So, <laughs> welcome to the Girl Club Podcast, everybody. I'm Steve Vessel. And that's Metal Dave. I'm Ace. And tonight, we have a very special guest, Frank Dietz. <sighs> Most of you guys know Frank Dietz. He's a writer. He's an actor, a writer on the on the Shutter television show. I fucking Creep hate show. this. That's why I like, I'm really good at editing, by the way. <laughs> Creep show on the Shutter, t- on the sh- help, Ace. Somebody hey, say something. Shutter. Is it? I- <laughs> I'm going to give it to Tim because I Actor, writer on Shutter's Creep Show television series, an animator who's worked in Disney films, Hercules, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, Treasure Planet, Mulan, Mary Poppins Returns. He ha- he was the first person to be awarded the Artist of the Year Award at the annual Rondo Hatton Awards, and so much more. We welcome you into the Gore Cult Podcast Studio, Frank Dietz. Yay! Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for saving my ass, Dave. You're welcome. That was just a joy to behold, by the way. I I love how you guys have each other's backs, though. That's that's a great thing. It's the magic of editing. You all have no idea what I'm doing. I just went into host mode, like game show host mode. I don't know what happened there. Oh, like blacked out. Well, we, we love having you on the podcast. It's thank you. We've brought you to town uh, a couple of times. We've, yeah. we've, we've, uh, we can't get enough of you. <laughs> well, thank you. I can't get enough of me either. <laughs> um, look, I, I have so much fun when I come into town. I mean, I started coming to Louisville because of Wonderfest back in 1998, I think was my first year. That was my coming. first year. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I actually, actually, 1997, the year before I was a guest, I came as a civilian. Like I came with Bob Burns and, and somebody else. And I, uh, and I just was like, I just wanted to come because I heard about it. I heard it was so great. And the year before they had had Ray Harryhausen here and, Mm -hmm. you know, and so forth. And I was, uh, I had just started working at Disney at the time and I had just met Bob Burns and I was just like, I want to ingratiate myself with this amazing man. So, um, I, I came out to Louisville and I, and I attended Wonderfest and just as a, uh, like I said, like a civilian and I spent way more money than I should have on model kits and stuff like that. But they, while I was there, they found out that I was working at Disney and I was working on, I, I think, I probably working on Tarzan at the time. And so they asked me back. They said, we'd love to have you as a guest next year. And so I, I came and was a guest and then now they can't get rid of me. <laughs> like they keep trying. They, I know they, like, you, they avoid my emails and shit. Like, right. You know, like I can say shit, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just we don't give sure. a flip flop. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so it's like a paying gig, uh, but, but uh, yeah. so, so I've come back almost every year, except there were like a two years where I was, I like working on a movie or something like that. And I couldn't, couldn't go, but these people, have become like family to me at this point. I mean, more so than my own family, honestly. And uh, so I love coming to this town. And, you know, when I found out about where, you know, Gore Club, uh, you know, shows movies often, by the way, holy crap, 
Slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Last weekend we showed Slaughterhouse. Oh my on god! The big screen. I loved it. Oh yeah. man, I loved it. It was so much fun. Anyway, Puppets, practical effects. Come on. Yeah, no, it, it was ter- it was absolutely terrific yeah. and 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 quite a wonderful surprise actually. As I guess it was part of the, uh, what's what's so charming about it. But um, you know, you guys have had me over it to do live commentaries for the movies I was in, and, and it's at always. Yeah, and at Winterfest, yeah. yeah. So like four altogether, I think at this point, right? Um, and but it's always so much fun, and you guys are great. You guys are like <laughs> oh, <laughs> the goofs of gore, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the goofs of gore. That movie writes itself. Oh, it, yeah. does. <laughs> it does. But when we can't get enough because we love that you are a fan as well as anything like like you said, oh, you, yeah. you were a civilian the first year going to Winterfest because you just wanted to be a part of all of it, and you're like, oh my god, this is these are this is my tribe. Nope. This with is my family without a doubt without a doubt i mean and and you know it's funny I, I, i'm right now i'm writing a book um about my experiences throughout you know all of this um and it's going to i have a publisher it's going to be coming out early in the year um uh, next year and one of the things i was talking about and dana gould and i have talked about not to drop a name but dana and i have talked about this many times it's like how when you're a monster kid back in the day it was very often a very lonely kind of existence. <laughs> We've talked right? about that, right? Too. We're right? not cool. We're not getting yeah. laid. It's we, not, well, yeah. well. Also, it's like, but you, you didn't have access to yeah. other people who had like minds. You know what I mean? Maybe if you were lucky, there was another kid or two that were in your hometown that also like went went, went down to the corner to buy famous monsters of Filmland. You know, every month or, uh, you know, uh, that watched the same kind of movies you wanted to watch etc um um sometimes not um and and so you know it's 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 so nice now that because of the internet it's <laughs> like so many things that there are wrong with the internet <laughs> one of the great things about the internet is we discovered that we are a community that, yeah, or a family. that the, you know like those of us who grew up loving horror movies and loving sci-fi movies and fantasy movies, you know, now it's a lot easier to find other people that love this stuff. Um, and I, God, I wish I can't even imagine like back in the day, you know, I would go to a convention, uh, uh you know, in New York, like a Star Trek convention. I was going to say, most something. of them are Star Trek or science fiction, right, really. Right. Unless you went to like a weekend of horrors, if you lived in New York or California yeah. for Fangoria yeah. or Chicago, if you were lucky. Yeah, well, for me, I mean, I'm a little bit older. And so all there was, was, uh, there good. were Star Trek conventions. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, there were, there were the Star Trek conventions and then there was something called Lunacon, which was all sci-fi and, um, and, you know, every once in a while another one would pop up, um, you know, that would be, uh, I, I met Whit Bissell because of one of these conventions once, which is like, if you don't know who Whit Bissell is, then you haven't watched a movie that was made in the 60s, 70s or 80s your whole life because he's in all of them. He's in (laughs) absolutely every single fucking movie <laughs> like, and what a hell of a name i know right, which right. how cool <laughs> but like like and i met like like uh, noel neal who played lois lane on superman and so forth and it was big oh, and peter cushing i met peter cushing at one of these wow. conventions yeah, uh, you have my attention <laughs> yeah you know, i mean at, like and, and ingrid ingrid pitt was there too like wow. um uh this Rest was a peace. this was a famous monsters convention in in new york and it was 1970 
2004 or somewhere around there. And I got to actually talk to Peter Cushing, like, and, and shake his hand and ask him about them, how the, how they did the, like, the, the creatures in Island of Terror, which was a movie that scared the crap out of me when I was like eight <laughs> years old. And, um, uh, like that was great because that's the only place where I might meet other people that liked the same stuff I did, you know? And, um, and by the way, I have to apologize to anybody else who was there at that convention with Peter Cushing and Ingrid because there was a long line waiting to get his autograph. Oh, no, and, you were that guy. And I was the guy that cut the line ahead of you. So I apologize. Um, but I wouldn't change a thing. Sorry. <laughs> I will tell you about about meeting Christopher Lee at some point because it it it, it directly tracks back to that Peter Cushing. Oh, is this going to be in the book? Because I'm. Oh yeah, it's, okay, oh, it's yeah. in the book. Yeah, so I'll hold that for you know yeah. another time. But <laughs> very different experiences. <laughs> but, but you're right. It, it's it, it's a lot different now than even it was when in the 90s when I was younger. You didn't have a lot of people that you could you found one or two, yeah. you know, that could be part of your group and your tribe. And you you can go out and you talk about horror films and stuff like that. But now it's just like you there's there's a Facebook group where yeah. you can go argue about which movie's the best <laughs> yeah. or argue is the or, uh, is the word. Or, the Internet yes. likes to argue about which Halloween movie is the best <laughs> or the worst or the worst. <laughs> I know, think things like that easy. when it when it. When it first started and there was just like the AOL pages, you know, um, I just remember like there being like page after page after page of these guys arguing over whether Lon Chaney Jr. in Son of Dracula is actually Dracula or is he the son? And it was like, it's exhausting. Right. <laughs> it's like, <just> the title. <laughs> it's in the title. It's right there, right? <laughs> But uh, but you have all these guys who were experts. Alucard, by the way, damn it. Yes, yes, that's right. Count Alucard. I love that role, and non Chinese awesome in that part. I think he is too. I, I agree. He's beating um, his coffin trying to get oh, it to yeah. go out, which yeah. makes no sense because put, right put it out, put it out. There's a lake of water right next to the coffin. You know what? On you, know fire. what you know what I love about that movie more than anything else. I love the fact that Dracula is being played like through the whole movie. It's like the the, the woman that yeah. he's engaged oh, yeah. to is actually playing him bad, like. She's just like she. She just wants to be married to him so that she can turn her her like you know her other fiance guy that, yeah, yeah into a vampire and they could live forever. She doesn't give a shit about Dracula. No, <laughs> and, she turns him over to her plantation a, to play. Yeah, to play. that is a very hip idea. For nineteen, you know, forty three or whatever it was. Yeah, and you know? her costume is awesome, by the way, and the hair is amazing. And those shots of him, like you know, like in the swamp, like, <laughs> like, <coming>, like <laughs> uh, look, Lon, I, I, I love Lon. I, I, yeah. that was the first time I saw Dracula get shot. Mm. When he gets shot, oh, it goes, well, yeah. and he goes through him and uh, kills her, and you're yeah. like, I was being a little boy, I was like, what the? My dad's like, don't say it. I was like, but yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, no, I I, I, I love Lon Chaney Jr. and um uh I'm I'm honestly sick and tired of every time somebody posts something about Lon Chaney Jr. Some some jerk's got to say, oh, was he drunk or whatever? You know, hey, look, you know what? Everybody drank. Back then, everybody smoked. And drank. Everybody drank. It was like, and 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 you know, Lon worked his whole life 
I mean, right up until he died, he was still working. I mean, granted, it was Frankenstein versus Dracula yeah, or whatever. Or Spider but, Baby's great. You know, Spider Baby's terrific. It's fucking great. That's a great movie. Yeah. It really is. And so, and, and so, like, I, I always kind of get like, all right. Yeah. We know. We know. We, we get it. We get it. Yeah. He was a drinker, whatever. But you know what? He was still working. He was still working and he gave a crap about his craft. Yeah. From Mickey Dolan's. Yeah told me I goes from I, the monkeys I, by the way from the monkeys yes. <laughs> I I met Mickey on the set of uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween and then um uh, then I went to the rap party and Mickey was there and I wanted to talk to him because because Lon had been on an episode of the monkeys and I was like hey you worked with Lon Chaney Jr right on the monkeys and he goes oh he goes oh no you don't understand he goes my family lived right next door to the Cheneys when I was growing up. And he said, he said that, that Lon was like invited them over for barbecue like every weekend. Like he was the was super I nice see guy. Lon Chaney in a chef's hat and a beer oh, oh, yeah. flipping burgers. Yeah, right? I would totally do right. that. Oh, I, I don't think it was burgers. I think it was like you were talking about like these big racks of, you know, Brought ribs and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the Flintstones. <laughs> but he said, he said, he said Lon was, was wonderful. He was a lovely man that was like so kind and so sweet. And so, you know, like I, that's why I don't like when, when people focus on whatever the negative part of somebody's career was. You know, unless I mean? it hurts someone else, come on, man. He, oh, he liked drugs, or they liked whatever. Right. They liked sex. It's different. But yeah. like, as long as that yeah. person's not hurting somebody else, let them die however right. they want to die. Yeah. And I, think- I like sex, so I hope that doesn't come. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to get out of here? <laughs> but I mean, we we obviously we suck your dick all the time because of the mm-hmm. of the three big movies that we love the most. And now it's, it's funny you bring up the internet because now people can discover things like that. They don't have to wait for Mystery Science Theater or whatever somebody to be like mm-hmm. in, a, in a horror magazine. Now they can just find it. And we're talking about Zombie Nightmare, mm-hmm. Black Roses, Rock and Roll Nightmare, and of course the Jitters. Mm-hmm. But like those those movies are. are we talk about them all the time on this yeah. podcast. Well, those if movies. You know us in person. You can't not. By the way, you know we know Frank Dates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Those all of those movies would have disappeared forever if it wasn't for the internet right. and and you know certainly. Um, I mean, Zombie Nightmare. What would would been gone to the wind? Yeah. And, and and Mystery Science Theater actually saved it. <laughs> yeah. It's like them and Joe and, Bob, man. And I, you know, and I've I've talked about this before, but it's like apparently um I talked to Frank Conniff and he apparently found a VHS copy of Zombie Nightmare in a box at a friend's in a friend's basement or something like that. Wow. And he didn't he had no I never heard of it. He was looking at it, he was, well, it's Adam West is in it and Tia Carrera is in it, right? So That's marketable. <laughs> he watched he watched it and he was just like he was like to you know, to to at the time it was Mike Nelson, I guess, but and you know, those guys. It was just like, we have to do this movie. <laughs> right. And uh and you know, and then reached out to Adam, who was of course being who at you know, Adam was so self-depreciating and so funny that he was like yeah I'll, I'll host i'll host your turkey day or whatever and that changed everything because that led to you know people discovered zombie nightmare and i'll tell you I they think, discovered john fasano they discovered john fasano that, yeah. that guy that, that. we can get to i, I, I really yeah. want to talk about him but mm-hmm. my, you know let's get to that in a minute yeah uh, well what's so funny is that like um i saw so when they they did the uh, teasers for the upcoming season of Mystery Science Theater, and I'm watching, and I'm always already a fan of the show, right? So I'm watching, and they're talking about Turkey Day coming up, and they have these little clips of things, and I see the Pee Wee 
zombie laying on the ground where he's like shaking and the smoke is coming out of his eyes and his mouth and I'm like oh no oh yeah oh my god I run to the phone right I call Pisano (laughs) he picks up the phone and he goes I know (laughs) he knew what he knew why I was calling right and I was so terrified I was just like oh my god they're gonna eat me alive on this thing right and uh I I remember. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Try to hold it in. <laughs> I that I night. Know. Fuck you, Steve. Go ahead. That night, I had this gigantic jug of wine, right? And I'm I'm and Adam is there, and he's hosting the the turkey day, right, and everything like that. And they start showing the movie, and I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Luckily. They had bigger fish to fry than me, really, on that uh, on that episode. Oh, yeah. They were really going after. They were really going after Adam more than me. But they, they had uh. some really funny lines about me being like, you know, Detective Doogie Hauser and all this kind of stuff. Because, because <laughs> you know, that's something is that, like everyone says I'm. I was way too young to be a detective. Oh and my I, god! And I was too old to be a, a, a high schooler in Black Roses, yeah. right? So, I can't win. But, um, uh, but. At the same time, I was just so happy. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so, it was really funny. And then Comedy Central sent me to San Antonio to, because they were going to show a, a, an episode of Mystery Science Theater on a big screen to see if it worked as like, you know, a theatrical, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like a roadshow thing. And so, well, more than that, actually. Um, so they, they flew me, they flew me to San Antonio to make a personal appearance because I was in a movie so bad that, uh, Mystery Science Theater needed to cover it. And I had to make a little speech and everything like that. And they, they sold out two theaters. Yeah. Right. And what that turned into was their movie. This Island Earth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy this, crap. So, Zombie Nightmare was the test to see if it worked on a big screen. And when it did, they decided to make the Mystery Science Theater, the oh, movie, yeah. which was This Island Earth, which is also, by the way, a movie I love. I love that. And um, I, I hope you got a cut from that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bought a house with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little <one>. Not. <laughs> It's a model. Yeah, well, so, oh, yeah, it's about yeah, this it's big. A, yeah, yeah. It's like the Nightmare House. Made of resin. <laughs> Popsicle sticks. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Plus, they were excited that the cast was still alive. Mm-hmm. That they could talk to. Yeah, when it comes to yeah, Mystery Science yeah, Theater yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, you know, it wasn't like, you know, Attack of the Crab Monsters or yeah. whatever, right? You're the, probably, you're the youngest person to be on, on Mystery Science Theater at that time. <laughs> <laughs> it was still alive. <laughs> I just love... I, 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 you know, when I saw that Adam was was behind it, I uh, I was like, this is going to be okay, because um, Adam and I stayed friends for years after uh, making Zombie Nightmare together, and he was he was just so wonderful. He was so funny, and he was just so like, you know, he was the first one to make fun of himself about stuff. Um, and there's a lot. There's going to be a lot of that in my book, obviously. But um, but the fact that he was hosting. This Turkey Day, where they were showing this movie that he knew was not a great movie, um, but he was still willing to be the host of the show. Yeah. That then I was just like, well, how can I not be fully on board for this? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 
If Adam West loved it, I mean, you know, you got to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's the stories that people like to hear and that they, they want to read. And they, especially when it comes to heroes like Adam West, it's like, you, okay, that guy I want to party with. Mm-hmm. I don't want to party with this jerk. He's, or that person's a jerk or whatever. So those are the people like you yeah. I'd like to hang out with on a regular basis <laughs> and not want to punch them in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get their autograph being like, well, that's sucked. <laughs> yeah. Been there too, man. Like, I think we all have. Yeah. 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 Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. The unfortunate actors who really shouldn't be doing autograph shows. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can I name names? <laughs> I, I'll edit everything. We can out. bleep everything. No, he's, he's, he's dead. So it doesn't matter. Oh, anyway. okay. Yeah. Robert, Robert Vaughn was a dick. Just going to say that <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, man. See, yeah. and I'm such a big fan of like the, uh, you know, I mean, Magnificent Seven and mm-hmm. things. Like, and like, what was it? Uh, Galaxy? Uh, no, what was the uh, Roger Corman ripoff? Yeah. Space, uh, yeah. Galaxy of Terror. No, yeah. are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, shit. I can't. Th- why can't I think of it all of a sudden? Uh, uh, Battle Beyond the Stars. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I'm like, oh, man. Come on. Superman 3. Come on. Sorry. Superman 3. He's the best. I'm just joking. Don't meet your heroes, Steve. Besides Frank. Well, sometimes you can. Sometimes they're great i've met a lot of my heroes and they were fantastic yeah. um but um but bob was <laughs> really funny as quickly as possible so i've met him several times every single time he was a just cr- cranky bastard right wow. <laughs> but i had a photo of him and david um mccollum right you know from the man from uncle because that was the show that i grew up with like loving right the tv series right and 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 robert had signed it just by rolling his eyes about it he was just like okay i'll sign it to frank whatever you know and and wrote uh and wrote to frank you know robert vaughn right so i had this picture of the two of them and then a neighbor of mine he was working on ncis right and david mccollum was on that show right and so uh my neighbor saw the picture and he was just like oh i'm working with david like you want maybe you know you want me to have him sign it also and it's like, uh, yes, please, of course, obviously. So he took the photo and he came back a few days later and David had signed it. It was very nice, you know. Um, and, uh, he said, <laughs> my neighbor said, said he, he presented it to David and said, said, this is for, you know, a friend of mine. And David looked at it and said, Oh, Bob signed this. Hmm. Oh no. How was he? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, so David obviously worked with him enough years to know that Bob was not always the nicest guy in the world or the most um, agreeable guy in the world, I should say. <laughs> um, but then I hear, I said, now I'll fix this a little bit because my, my old producing partner, Trish, met this kid, uh, this actor, this young actor, who had done a movie, uh, I'm, excuse me, had done a play over in England with Robert Vaughn. And this guy said that Robert Vaughn was terrific. He was wonderful. He like took him out to, you know, took him out to dinner with his, his family and all this kind of stuff. And that, that Robert Vaughn had said, I was doing these autograph shows and I absolutely hated it. <laughs> Which at least justifies a little bit that he didn't want to be there. He was yeah. probably just doing it because he, you know, for the money, but he stopped doing it because he hated it so much. So I would good, prefer good plan. That. I would prefer mm-hmm. that. Yeah, at least be yeah. honest about right. it. Right. You know? So yeah. then, so then, then I gave him a break after that. But he was just, <laughs> I, 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 I always, I never try to judge somebody on their what could be their worst day. Obviously, right? Right. Right. You know, so Sometimes the first you... time I met Robert Vaughn, 
you know, he was mean and I was just like, okay, maybe was it was a bad mean. day. Right. <laughs> but then, but then when I, but then after that, cause that was just like me as a civilian, just going to an autograph show and getting an autograph. After that, I was guest at these uh, like chiller theater in Jersey and he was there and he was still mean. <laughs> so, oh my God. so then it was just like, okay, now, and now I'm, I, I can't forgive him anymore. But Years after, when I heard this story that Trish told me, and I was like, okay, well, at least he stopped doing it because he realized that – just remember, folks, just not for you. that if you, are, if you are doing an autograph show, these pe- and these people come up to you, and they want to they meet you, and they want your autograph, it's because they, they, they are the reason that you are there to begin with. So if you don't love doing it, don't do it. It's Absolutely. that simple. Yeah. yeah. And when you meet, like, like Katie said, when you meet your hero and they're garbage, you're just like, guess what? I'm not going to watch that this year. Exactly. I'm not going to go support that movie if yep. they're still making films. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's talk about an amazing person. Let's talk about John Fasano. Okay. You guys Love grew to. up together. Yeah, we did. How, we- did. how did all this start? And we're talking about like, like, and I talk about John Fasano. We've talked about him many times and we've done yeah. uh, just the brain and the creativity of both of you coming together. <sighs> I bet that was awesome. I, okay. So, <laughs> Two nerds. So we grew up in the same town port washington um which is on long island new york and um he was a he was a chubby little nerdy kid with the glasses that like you know probably had the band-aid like holding it together in the center (laughs) right and and i i i was i bullied him uh because there were other people bullying me i gotta go (laughs) no i mean i'm talking we're talking about elementary school yeah okay and um, I don't, I, I honestly, I don't re- really remember if this actually happened or not, but for some reason it is in my head that this happened that, cause I would take his, I was a bully. I mean, I, I hate that I was, but I took, I would like grab his, his, you know, his book bag from him and, you know, put, you know run it through dog shit on the side of the, <laughs> right. Whoa. And, and, this and, is like it. And, yeah. And, <laughs> and I, and, for some reason, and I, I honestly don't know if this actually happened, but I have this in my head that one day when picking on him, an issue of Famous Monsters of Filmland fell out of his bag. <laughs> and, I, and of course, immediately I'm like, oh, you like monsters? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate you. Hate yeah. Hate Let me wipe this dog um, shit I, off I, you. <laughs> 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 you know, and, 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 and I, you know, like I said, this, this could be like some weird, like fever dream kind of, you know, memory that didn't happen. But I feel like something had to have happened where I found out that he liked monsters. And once that, you know, like we were saying before, it's like the, the few people that you can meet in your town, in your small town back then that like monsters, well, then you're automatically friends, you know? So, uh, so then we became friends and, and we, um, we, we would, <laughs> we would basically build an Aurora model kit, right? Of the creature from it. the Black Lagoon. <laughs> but then, but then we would film it while we lit it on fire. Oh, oh no! My God. We all did that too. I used to roll stormtroopers down a hill on fire. What? Yeah. It's a boy thing. We took a, we once took a, a, a major Matt Mason who was like this kind of cheap knockoff of G.I. Joe, right? He was a lot smaller though. He was only like six inches or whatever. And they, we, we tied helium balloons to him. 
and let him go, and we thought that he would come down. <laughs> but he just left. And I, I always imagine that somewhere like in New Jersey, all of a sudden, the guy's having a cookout, and this Major Matt Mason comes flying down and lands in the middle of his grill. Right? And he's just pissed because you've ruined his dinner. Oh, shit. I mean, we used to just tie M80s to uh, the parachute, little parachute guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, light them and throw them off the roof. <laughs> so many toys we used to blow up, burn. Oh yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. M eighties are a, so a child's meanwhile. Best friend, meanwhile, okay? of course, those Aurora model kits. Now, if I had those now, There's they're worth a them, fortune. <laughs> like, yeah, those are originals too, right? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Those were a gift. They all say they say Aurora. So, well, of, like, but those, lights. but those look like the original. Yeah, kits. those are not Polar Lights. Those are Aurora. Yeah, yeah. those are original Auroras, dude. <laughs> Craig. We're going to keep an eye on this guy. No <laughs> blow up hey, hey, well, no, listen. Both of my unions were on strike all year. Uh, you want to pass one of those over to me, I'm, I'm going to hit eBay like immediately. Oh, you'll just build um, it and set it on fire. Don't lie. Just, uh, just for good okay, old times. You got me for sure. Um, but John, John and I um, became friends. Um, we were in the drama department of our uh, town, basically, the Washington Play Troupe. So we did plays. I directed him in El Grande de Coca-Cola. Um, and, and, but, you know, but then you get beyond that and you move on. And, and I, w- I moved to uh, uh, Astoria, Queens um, with Leanne. And um, one day I, I, I was working... <laughs> I was working at uh, because I, I I still wanted to make movies, but I was not in a position to be able to make movies because I was where I was living and so forth. I mean, really, the movie making back then it's changed since then, but back then it was all L.A. Um, there was television in New York, but um, uh, I was working for this guy. He was a crazy inventor, right? This is good. Uh, oh no! This is he was a toy. He was a uh, specifically a crazy toy inventor. So he like he had a place in upper upper uh, west side of Manhattan, uh, an apartment that he worked out of where he was developing all these toys. He thought he was going to be the next like Milton Bradley, right? But he was a little crazy. He was also, by the way, I don't want to say his last name because um, exactly, but he comes from one of the biggest like legendary families in movie in universal movie history yeah. starts with an L you can probably figure it oh, out. Oh, okay. His last name was uh, Geppetto. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Right. Anyway, but he was nuts, right? He was, he was, he was like creating all these like games that he was going to do out of his apartment. Right. And I, one day I'm working there and I don't even know how John got through to me there. I get the phone call and John Fasano say, Hey, it's John Fasano. I'm like, Hey man, how you doing? Like, haven't seen you in like 10 years. He goes, yeah. He goes, listen, um, I wrote this script. I wrote this horror movie and they're going to be going up to, to, um, uh, uh, Montreal to film it. And he said, there's a part in there that I wrote that I think that you'd be really good for if you are interested in auditioning. And I looked over. At my boss, sitting over there, who was creating a board game that you played with real cheese. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know what? I think I would like to very much like to audition for that movie. That sounds, right? that, wait, that sounds awful. 
<laughs> so I um, shoots in Velveeta. <laughs> they 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 sent a messenger over with a with the script, and I was like, right away, it was just like the character's name is Frank. <laughs> well, okay, I guess you really were thinking about about me when you when you wrote this, John. But I had I had to audition. I had to audition for the direct. I say director. Right now, I'm doing air quotes when I say director. In fact, any time that I say director when referring to Zombie Nightmare, there are going to be air quotes. Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Jack, Jack was just not a director. Um, but he liked me uh and he said yes. And I, and so I was just like, holy shit. Like, I'm finally like going to be in a legitimate horror movie um, as an actor. Um, and, uh, and, and that is what started my relationship, my movie relationship with John Fasano. Even though John wasn't the director, he was the, he was the writer, even though he doesn't get writing credit on the movie because of a, a Canadian like film thing. Um, uh, but, um, but then we made, uh, four, uh, three more movies after that together, all, all in Canada. And he was, John, <laughs> And I had a complicated relationship. Look, I love the guy and, and I owe my career to him, honestly. I really do. Um, but, um, he, <laughs> I never thought that he was a good writer. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, that happens. I, mean, I didn't, it's the I, ideas I thought, that he's I, able to I, come up with yes, are great. no, he that's, had great, he had great like. ideas, but his dialogue was always really just so sophomoric. It was just so like, like I, I did a joke when we did a we did a scripts gone wild version of of zombie nightmare. For those that a, don't know what scripts gone wild, can you explain it real quick? Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's a charity show that we do in L.A. where we read a script and we bring in a whole bunch of like cool actors, and it's usually a script from usually a script from a famous movie. And it's always for charity, and but we're drinking while we're reading it. And so if we <laughs> if we flub a line, we have to take a sip. If we miss a cue, we have to take a sip. How cetera, did you not come right? up with this, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> so the third uh, act is always really good. <laughs> yeah, the third act. Barbara yeah. Crampton, you got to uh, yeah. you got to. Oh, Bar- Barbara's done a few of them. I know yeah, she has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's. I've got to love her to death. Barbara was in my the second movie that I wrote that got made. It was called Cold Harvest. It's okay. like a sci-fi western, and I didn't even meet I'd meet her because they shot it in South uh, South Africa. I think <laughs> I didn't meet her until like oh my oh my god, like fifteen years later, and she is a doll. Oh my god, I love her so much. But anyway, um, uh, you know, John, I I always thought that John's dialogue was like. Uh, not so good. I mean, I, I, I'm sure if you talk to Sean Levy, you know, who is now the, one of the biggest producer directors in Hollywood, who was in Zombie Nightmare, yeah. you know, he'd be the first one to say, I can't believe I had to say that dialogue because it's just <laughs> like so embarrassing. Um, but um, but John's had John had great ideas. Um, I, I, I loved the way he thought. Um, I just wish I could have rewritten all of the dialogue of those <laughs> movies. Um, it's like, these boobs are great. Monsters great. What the, what is, why am I saying this? Oh, my God. I, I, I You know, it, it's one of the things I've been writing in the book um, is that Rock and Roll Nightmare, which was the second movie that we did, um, the one with John Michael Thor. I was going to mention the Thor. Yeah, Thor. <laughs> Thor, Thor was awesome, although, uh, just before I, t- I talk about uh, what I was going to say, um, he, he's super nice guy. Just a super nice guy. He had the greatest energy. You know, he replaced 
the zombie. Like we had uh, Pee Wee Piemonte was uh, was the zombie for uh, you know the first half of a, a shooting. You can't and, tell, and uh, yeah, you can't tell at all, right? <laughs> oh my god, right? I know. Did we had a fun time with that at the uh, the live commentary yeah. show, right? Yeah. Um, and, and but 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 John John Michael Thor was just so much fun, and you know then we did Rock and Roll M- Nightmare like almost immediately after Zombie Nightmare, um, uh, and. Um, Wait, where was I going with this? Now I get to the- Oh no, no, I know, I know, I know. Sorry, sorry. So, um, but John's dialogue was just—I think it was just. I felt like, uh, like in that in that that charity show we did, I had to say like, did, like did did a fourteen year old write this dialogue? <laughs> because it's like peepee jokes and and dick jokes, and it's just like uh, it was just so easy. It's such an easy thing to do. Um, and John Kevin got, Smith makes millions off the exact same. Well, thing. I know, I, and 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 John and John actually got better as he as he once he got to L.A. and he wasn't he wasn't writing like indie horror mo- movies anymore, you know. Although in another forty eight hours, he got to write for Eddie Murphy, so of course there were going to be dick jokes and that, right? Yeah, yeah. I, that's what um, I was going to say. He's he went on to write really good scripts. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Die Hard with a Vengeance. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, he wrote the first. He wrote three drafts of Alien Three, yeah. right? This is the early before they have ever had David Fincher on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when it was Vincent Ward, I yeah. think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um, uh, Sigourney Weaver didn't want to do the movie, all right. But then she read John's script, right, and was like, "Oh, okay, I like this. I'll do it." Right. But then the directors switched and it went, it went, you know, to, from Vincent Ward to David Fincher. David Fincher brought his guy on who then drew, like, did like three drafts yeah, after did. that. They showed it to Sigourney and she was like, now I don't like it. I don't want to do it. So they had to actually bring John back on. He needs more peepee jokes. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alien peepee. Yeah. Um, and finally, finally, John gave them a draft that, that Sigourney was like, okay, I'll, I'll agree to it. And she signed on. That's amazing. Like that. Yeah. I know. And this is the kind of shit that happens in Hollywood all the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, but, but John, John and I had such a funny relationship. Like he, I, he, I know he liked me because he called me his, um, oh my God, what's his, I'm trying to think of the actor now. I think I had the same problem to remembering it when we were doing the live thing, but, um, but John Ford, John Ford is an actor that he had in all of his movies. Like it was almost like a good luck charm to him. And, oh, uh, uh, Oh my God! Forget it. There, exactly, <laughs> exactly the same. So, so, so that you so, know, we're having this conversation, so, and then she brought up the name, and I can't remember it. Go ahead. Sorry. So I, so I was that guy for John. So he'd put me in all of the. He'd always have me apart for me in those movies because I was like his sort of good luck charm, you know. Um, and when we um, then John like had like amazing success after we finished the jitters. And he went out to LA and he sold a script to Morgan Creek like immediately, like for like six figures. And, and then Walter Hill like liked him. And so Walter Hill, that's why I had to tell he got the alien yeah. stuff, right? So, so I, I, I basically followed John Fasano out to LA. Um, my wife kicking and screaming the entire way. Um, and, uh, I, I was just like, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, 
land something just as fast as him. No. <laughs> Didn't work that way, right? So I couldn't get anybody to read my scripts or anything like that. So in the meantime, John, this was around the time that there was this weird subculture going on in film where these guys were making movie feature-length movies on Super 8. And um, they were getting distribution, right? Ace just perked up. I just watched one. <laughs> um, I, Mark Mark Pirro, I think his name was, like did like the the uh, um, the, uh, the the Curse of the Queer Wolf and uh, an American Vampire in Poland or something. Some, he made the he, I can't remember the a Polish Vampire in Brooklyn. It was called. That's right. So <laughs> so John thought like this would be kind of cool. For us to do this to like make a Super 8 movie because there was a place in Burbank that specialized in Super 8 sound, right? So he, so John basically said, here's $10,000, make a movie, right? So I wrote a script that I'm, I, to this day, I still love, which I t- told you guys I'm going to send to you so you can watch the finished version, um, called Spider Bite. And we, we used, we, we used the technology that this company had created because what basically what they did was they built a blimp. And if you don't know what a blimp is in regard, not like a dirigible, but, but like a blimp is a, like a box that your camera goes inside whereby you can't, when you're filming something, the sound of the motor is muffled so that it doesn't interrupt the dialogue that you're shooting right so they were all proud of this like we built this blimp for super 8 sound right so john thought that was cool so he's like let's make a super 8 movie a horror movie so i wrote this movie spider bite and made the movie in like three weeks um the only thing that went wrong was that about halfway through or three quarters of the way through making the movie the camera started to like skip frames like while we're shooting so it's like and we're oh, like, no. this is not good, <laughs> right? And you got to realize, too, I brought in actors. I brought in Doug Silverstein from from The Jitters and my, uh, this guy I grew up with, Robert Radazzo, to play this creepy spider guy that's the sort of the, the monster of the movie. And he was from Chicago. So we only had him for like two weeks. And it was this like, we didn't have any kind of, you know, it, 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 we didn't have any extra time. So when this started happening, we're like, Oh crap. <laughs> right. So we bring the camera back to the guys and, you know, in, on Magnolia and we're like, you know, it started skipping frames. And I'm like, Oh, no problem. We'll just give you, here's another camera, put it back in the blimp. Right. Get two days in. It starts doing it again. And the problem turned out to be that as smart as it was for them to create this blimp, what they didn't take into consideration was that it was getting so hot in there. I knew it. That it was, it was basically blowing out the motherboard inside the camera and, and, and destroying it. So I spent the last week of making that movie as the director, writer director, in a complete panic, right? <laughs> because I because it, I only had like maybe twenty seconds that I could get clean before it would start doing that. Holy shit! So I'm like I'm shooting these scenes and I, I'm in my head. I'm having to edit it in my head while we're shooting it. Like thinking, okay, I got twenty seconds of that. What can I cut to? 
when I go to edit this, like, and, and, oh my God, like it real was, time it was how I lived yeah. through. Yeah, exactly. Holy crap. Exactly. So how I, how I got through that, I don't know, but I did. And we, 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 we finished the movie and it was really good. I still think it's really good. Um, but then John buried it. Uh, he buried it because he had, he had done another 48 hours and, uh, and alien three, uh, and needed tax write-offs. So that was $10,000 that he could say, uh, you know, I put it into this movie and it's never going to be released. I know it sucked. It sucked. Um, luckily there is still an existing copy of it, but when John passed away, um, I don't, I have no idea where the original masters were. So I do have a copy of it, but it does have the disclaimer at the bottom that's like for previews only or whatever, yeah. you know. We're um, still excited to watch it though. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, you will love it. You guys will love it. I guarantee you guys will love it. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's quite good. I, I was, t- I was telling Steve earlier that, that Tim Lucas, a video watchdog saw it and he loved it. He like, he, he actually said something to the effect of, you know, it's a shame that we never got to see the other movies that Frank Dietz would have directed. So, um, I'm very proud of it. I just wish, I wish that I could have access to the, uh, the masters and, and, and put it out there, you know, for it's, I guarantee you, it's the best super eight sound movie you've ever seen. <laughs> it's the best edited movie you've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Every 20 yeah. seconds. It's a cool. beautiful nice. cut. Jeez. <laughs> Well, thankfully, that only happened in the last few days of, of shooting. The rest of it was was it didn't have that that issue. But 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 John did that. You know, John John gave us that money, ten thousand bucks, man. You know, and um, and we did the very best that we could with it. And um, like I said, I still think it's it's terrific. Um, and then after that, you know, John and I kind of. Yeah, we had we had a little bit of a falling out. I um, can see why. You know, I mean, um, yeah. Well, it, or was it was a, something else? You no, it was, it was a lo- it was a lot of things. It okay, was a lot you don't have things. to. No, and 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 I don't know. I don't need to extrapolate on that. But but I I'm very happy that toward the end, like when the old when the like the the movies from the '80s started to find this new you know um uh, this surge of of um interest. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, John and I became friends again. And, um, because we were talking about these movies and we were being, we were doing commentaries for the, for the Blu-rays or whatever. All those know? memories and stories are <laughs> like, yo, my God, you, no, you. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you something really funny though about, about Zombie Nightmare in particular. So like, I'm, 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 believe me, I don't give a shit if Jack Brobman, you know, cares that I thought he was a shitty director because he was. Um, but sorry, Jack, John, uh, <laughs> but John told me that Jack had died. Right. And I was like, oh, well, you know, okay. <laughs> right. Oh, well. So, so we went to, so then, um, it was Scorpion or, or I don't remember the, the company that was putting out Zombie Nightmare on Blu-ray. Right. They had me and John come and to, you know, uh, to do the live, uh, the, do the commentary for the, the Blu-ray. And 
you know, we were, we, we, first we recorded these little, um, little videos of us talking about making the movie, right? And we we're t- talking about how what an unbelievably sucky director Jack Brotman was, right? <laughs> Thank God he's And dead. then we get, and then, yeah, because he, because he's dead, right? Uh. And then we get down to record the audio and, and the, the producer goes, Oh yeah, well, we have Jack on the line. And, and, oh, and John and I look at each other like, Wow. Oh no! Oh, shit. And Jack gets on the line, and we were like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so so good to hear <laughs> from you." <laughs> Thought you were dead. <laughs> and meanwhile, all I'm thinking to myself is, is like, we just spent like an hour upstairs talking about what oh, a shitty director no. he is on that's going to be on this thing, right? The only thing you can hope for oh, at that point man. is that he possibly dies before before it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Like, exactly. So glad you're alive. <laughs> oh my God! That that just that I I think of of all the years that I that I knew John. The there were two times where the the look on his face will stay with me forever. One of them was that God right there damn. when when they said no, we have him on the phone right now. <laughs> you know, you can, you can talk to him right. And John John Fasano is just like. <laughs> My God! Right? The other one also involved Jack, though, because when we we were shooting Zombie Nightmare and we were shooting this scene where Sean Levy gets killed by the zombie, right? And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I love those scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, so Jack is directing. Go the air quotes, uh, and he's. They do the master shot, which is the shot where you see everything. It's a wide shot, and you see everything in there. And then once you, in normally in a movie, you shoot a master shot, and then you go in for what they call coverage, which are the close-ups of everybody, right? So they shoot the master shot of this of this scene, and then John, who was, even though he was the writer. He was kind of the second AD also on the film, goes to Jack and said, okay, well, I think we got that. What Shall we move in for coverage? And Jack, I was standing right there. <laughs> Jack just goes, eh, we see the same thing in the long shot. And I remember John turning around and looking at me with this look on his face, like, like, never, like he, he had just, he had just seen something so horrifying, right? <laughs> like his eyes wide open, his jaw open, right? And that's when we realized, you know, hey, Jesus Christ, we are not making Sunset Boulevard here, no. folks. <laughs> 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 Oh, made. zombie night. Uh, <laughs> so, John Fasano made three movies about heavy metal horror. Yes. <laughs> and that concludes part one of our Frank Deeds episode. Come back for part two. Stay tuned, gore clubbers. 